past few years, we've heard the term free agents and been told we would all need to become one in order to succeed. The recent economic structures have helped to promote this concept as reality. Where do we get the tools to take control of our career path in the present and future? Welcome to The Career Confidant with your host, Marie Zimanoff. Marie and her guest experts are here to provide you with the tools you need to move forward and achieve your career goals. Now, here is Marie Zimanoff. Hello, and welcome to The Career Confidant. We're glad to see you here today, and we are going to be talking about the ins and outs of social media job search. And this has become more and more important in a few different ways as we've seen data around recruiters using social media as well as systems that scan the web for their recruiting efforts. And we're going to talk a little bit about what this means and how you can move through your job search. What does it mean to have a profile that can be found? Why you can't rely on being found? And some practical applicable steps you can take to use social media as a tool in your job search in addition to having a profile that might allow you to be found and why this makes so much difference. So if you pay attention to data and if you pay attention to this show, you know I love my data. In 2017, the data showed that 92% of recruiters were using LinkedIn to find candidates. And you had 60s for Facebook, 50s for Twitter, and it kind of went on down from there. The 2019 data showed that 72% of recruiters were using LinkedIn, so we dropped a little bit. And then the 2021 data came out, and it shows that 65% of recruiters are using LinkedIn to find candidates. Now, you might be thinking, oh, it's all about Facebook, and I don't want to be on Facebook. This is not about Facebook. This isn't. This is about technologies that allow recruiters to scan the web and find candidates using content that is publicly available, which includes your LinkedIn profile if you make it publicly available. But this means that a recruiter would no longer check the box, say I'm using LinkedIn because they're not technically using LinkedIn. They're using these sourcing softwares that pull from publicly available data, including your LinkedIn profile, or at least the pieces of it that are marked public, which is very important for this discussion. So recruiters have been moving to these systems. Now, Facebook has maintained a pretty high level of use. So from mid-60s in 2017 to 68%, which yes, was more than LinkedIn, but remember that's not the story here, in 2021. So they are Why are recruiters using Facebook? Because it's easy. It's easy to access your data. It's easy to connect with you in groups. It's easy to post a job in Facebook groups. I don't have to pay. I don't worry. I don't have to worry about some of the barriers that LinkedIn has created. And the average daily user on Facebook is in the billions. The average monthly users of LinkedIn is around 350 million. So a third or less of people are on LinkedIn monthly. 
that are on Facebook daily. And I love that Facebook is the habit people love to pretend they don't have, right? All these people say, I'm not on Facebook. I just had a friend that made this big stink about how she was leaving Facebook. And then she's posted on Facebook every day since. It's the nasty habit that none of us like to admit we have, but the data shows people are there and they're there daily. So as a recruiter, would I rather go and try to have conversations somewhere where I have to pay Nobody's there on a regular basics basis except for people who are actively looking for work, which to recruiters, some will like that and some won't like that, right? Some, the population they're trying to recruit isn't necessarily actively looking for work. So this has caused that shift. Another thing that's caused the shift is the age of your recruiter. Your average recruiter is going to be younger in their career, and they are not going to go towards LinkedIn naturally, which is why you've also seen fairly large gains in the use of Instagram for recruiting, as well as Snapchat and TikTok just getting started there with their recruiting usage. But as recruiters, it's usually a position people have when they're young, not always. But when recruiters are first getting started, they're going to use the tools that are native to them. And that's why you're seeing more recruiters using Instagram and some in TikTok and Facebook because they're easier to navigate. They're places most of us are every day anyways. And so we know those platforms. Now, does this mean your LinkedIn isn't important? Of course not. LinkedIn is still an important part of your job search. And we're going to talk about what you need to do to make sure that you're getting found on LinkedIn. But most importantly, what you can do to use these tools to make relationships and make your own luck instead of waiting to be found because these activities will actually help you find people to have these conversations and they'll make it easier for you to be found. There are two birds with one stone kind of activities here that we're going to be talking about today. So we'll talk about how to get your LinkedIn profile in order so that you can be found when people are are using that. And then we're going to talk about some of the key ways that you may not know about. And if you want the visuals of these, I'm going to do these, some of these, a few of these live walk through tomorrow at 1 p.m. Eastern time in my, my LinkedIn live I'll show you a few of these that many career coaches are not talking about. Some of them, you know, again, people like to pretend that they don't like Facebook. But we're going to talk about ways that you can use Facebook, even if you don't have an account, even if you don't want to be that public about it, you don't have to be. Because Facebook actually has quite a bit of, of power that you can use to set your profile visibility, set your engagement, and you can do a lot of the activities that we're going to talk about without having to do public posts or post it all on your Facebook page. Why is this important? Employers are busy. They're, they are like crammed. Recruiters have never been so busy So if you expect to get found and you sit around waiting for your profile to get found and and we spend too much energy in our industry focused on this whole get found bit, we don't want our clients to sit around and wait to get found. I want you to go out and access opportunities by using these tools, not by sitting back and perfecting your profile and hoping someone's going to find you. 
You can do that in about 30 minutes and let's move on and use the tools to actually uncover opportunities, create opportunities and not wait for calls. I mean, if a salesperson sat at their desk and waited for people to call them to buy things, they would get fired in five minutes flat. If a small business person sat around and waited for business to come in, they'd have no business. So let's not do that to our job seekers. They can go out and do things with these tools. And that's what we're going to talk about today. What can they do with these tools to improve their job search? However, before we go out and do all these things, we do need to have our house in order in terms of our profiles. So on LinkedIn, let's start there. On LinkedIn, it is incredibly important that your future, not future, that your current and past work history is visible in your public profile. Putting that information into a private profile makes you non-existent on the web. That it just, it doesn't do you any good. If you can't, put out who your employer was and what you did for them, then you'll have to pay attention to some of the techniques we'll talk about later because it's going to be really hard for you to be found by any of these tools when you are using um, when you're using a, a private profile. So when you go into your LinkedIn profile, that's the first thing that you want to do is look at your privacy and it's under your profile when you click on your little picture it says settings and privacy you want to look at what is involved in your public profile what does that look like for you your profile information you can change the content visibility there and on your profile actually when you're looking at your actual profile you can see your edit your public profile and you want to check out your public profile, see what's public and what's private, and make sure that your headline, summary, current experience and details, and past experience and details are all public. Otherwise, it's not you're not going to be able to get found. And it won't matter how great of content you have. If you want to make your volunteer education and any of those things not public, great. But those pieces need to be public. Your current experience and details and your past experience and details, as well as your photo headline and summary. And they still call it summary in the public profile instead of about section, which is interesting. But if you aren't going to make those things public, then just know that you're not going to get found. And that's okay. We can still use the other tools we're going to talk about today. But the opportunity to, you know, quote unquote, get found on LinkedIn is is going to be much more difficult if you don't have those details public. So what do we want to do from there? Because again, people are using the web to search, not necessarily going into LinkedIn to search. So what we want to do from there is we really want to focus. We want to focus in on what do you want to be found for? What titles, what roles, what industries, and even what geographic locations, because that's going to be part of what you can set up in the back end in terms of being found by recruiters. You get five geographic locations. You only get one on your main public profile, and you don't want that to be United States. 
You want that to be a geographic area, metropolitan area. Otherwise, you'll most likely be screened out because when I see United States, I think spam profile most of the time. That might be shifting a little bit with our remote work world, but most of the time people still want to know where you're located. I just saw a post by one of our other colleagues the other day that's like the number three or two or three thing that a recruiter sees when they see your, your LinkedIn, your resume, is they want to know where you're located. Why? 95% of remote jobs still have some geographic location requirement. Region, state, country, 95% of remote jobs still have a geographic location requirement. So they want to see where you're located, and it also brings credibility, believability to your profile. So that's getting your LinkedIn house started in order. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we'll talk about how to make sure you have the right keywords and where, where to put those and how to find them. So we'll be right back in just a few minutes. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. You know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Zimanoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. Today, expertise equals credibility. When you know what to do and how to do it, people follow because they acknowledge that you know more. However, stepping up in your career eventually pushes you out of your comfort zone of expertise. How you lead at those moments requires new skills. We're here to show you how to survive and thrive. Join me, Wanda Wallace, on Out of the Comfort Zone, the Voice America Business Channel. You can find more information at Leadership Forum INC. You hear about it all the time. Compromises, destructive malware, major breaches. You can't turn on the news without hearing about the latest cyber event. Learn more about cybersecurity, how it has become one of the most significant threats to our national security, and the battle experts undergo every day on your behalf to protect you, your families, and your data. Task Force 7 Radio with host George Ritas is the voice of cybersecurity around the world. Tune in live every Monday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. You are tuned in to The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at astrategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Welcome back to The Career Confidant. And today we are talking about social media for job search and really how you can use these tools or or your clients can use these tools to uncover jobs, to connect with jobs instead of sitting around and waiting to get found. However, we do want to have our profiles in order before we start doing some of these things. And so we talked about briefly how to make sure your public 
profile on LinkedIn has the basic information public so that you can be found, titles and experience details being very important. Let's talk quickly about how you find the right words. So there's a lot of chat about, you know, where do we put the right words? And the answer is everywhere, right? Everywhere you can, you want to put the right words. But how do you find them? And, uh, you know, pro note here, you can find them for free at linkedin.github.io backslash career explorer. And if you want to walk through this, join me tomorrow, 1 p.m. Eastern time, um, or you can check out my LinkedIn. The video will be there after, you know, for all eternity as a post. Or if you want, reach out to me. I'm happy to send you the direct link, marie at careerthoughtleaders.com. So we are getting ready to launch a social media for job search class. It's going to start on uh, December 1st. And this class is going to walk you through how to do all these things, give you the tools that you need to help clients do these things. And I'm just giving you a little bit of a preview here tonight. So social or LinkedIn Explorer, linkedin.github.io or backslash career dash explorer is the place where you can get the right keywords for a job for free. You scroll, you scroll, you scroll. It walks you through how to use the tool as you scroll, scroll, scroll. I usually just fast forward to the bottom where you can type in a job title and it will give you the skills that you need to put in for that job title. While you are typing in the job title, you will also see other job titles. So if you're working with an engineer who's trying to decide, you know, what job titles to put in their profile, you type in engineer and you can skim through all the different engineer job titles they pull up in a drop down. So if I'm working with someone who is, you know, in the IT space, it shows me that I could call them a cloud engineer. Obviously, they have to have the right expertise. A data center data data center engineer, a data engineer, data warehouse engineer, database engineer. So I see all the different titles that depending on the person's background, I may want to use all of them that are appropriate, choose the one that's most appropriate. It gives me all of those opportunities to just see what LinkedIn is using. And these are all the titles that are used in LinkedIn frequently enough to show up here in the dropdown. And then once I choose my title, the, the most representative title, or I can look at as many titles as I want, I can see the skills, they pop up right underneath that title and it gives me the skill words that I need to include in my person's profile. Then I can make sure I've included all of these words in the headline when they're appropriate. You don't wanna overdo keywords in your headline. It just makes you a commodity, right? Everyone's gonna have the same keywords. So a few key phrases are good in the headline and then tell me how you're different, what you do, the value that you bring, et cetera. And then you're going to weave them into your summary. You're going to put them in that skills section. You're going to put them in the title section, the most neglected section of LinkedIn. I consider the title to be just as important as the headline because when people skim through your experience, the titles are big and bold and jump out just like a headline. And there are 100 characters. So underutilized, that feature. Um, So use those characters, put in a couple of keywords and or a proof point in the title field. And then, of course, you're going to put these words in the experience section as well. 
But now you know what words to use because LinkedIn Explorer is telling you that these are the most important skills for any given job title that you type in. It doesn't have every single job title in the world, so you'll have to find the ones that are closest to what your clients are searching for or have done or both and put in all of the relevant skills that you can. This is just, it's a mine, it's a gold mine. There are so many coaches that don't know about it, aren't using it. And um, I'd encourage you to check that out. If you want to see my video on it, shoot me an email. I'll send you the link um, as, as I'm doing that tomorrow. But you may be listening to this a week from now, two weeks from now, a year from now. And uh, I'll be happy to send you the link or send you the link to the latest and greatest if this happens to change between now and then, which LinkedIn loves to do to us, right? So you're going to get your profile in order by looking up those keywords and then crafting stories that share how you've done those things, what the outcomes were, your challenge action results. doesn't matter what format you use, but you want to incorporate those words into a story because LinkedIn is all about social and social is all about storytelling. I don't want a copy and paste of your resume in LinkedIn. We're going to use these keywords to give us prompts to write stories and we're going to put those stories into our LinkedIn profile. I'm going to fill out the profile sections. Right? You should have a completed profile with something in the summary section. It doesn't have to be long and flowery, but I want something there that gives me an introduction to who you are, why you do what you do, what drew you to it, what made you interested. I've also got a, a video on the four types of stories, so if you're interested in that, shoot me an email. Happy to get that one to you. And um, that four types of stories, actually that one's featured on my LinkedIn profile. If you go there, you'll find the four types of stories um, first on my featured section right now. And you would just fill out your content. Tell me a few stories at least in every job that use those keywords that show how you've done things, what you've accomplished. Give me some specifics. And then you've, you'll have a nice completed profile that's fun to read stories are much more fun to read and it will incorporate those keywords so you use the keywords as your building blocks as your prompts to tell you what types of stories to write once you have that filled out of course you want to fill out your certifications and education and and some of those pieces you can fill out ask for a couple of recommendations from your colleagues but you don't have to make this into a huge deal Write a few stories, incorporate the keywords, and then start using the tool to get found. First thing that you can do is use the open to feature in LinkedIn. It's right under your profile picture, and then you've got your headline, and it says, show recruiters you're open to work, and you can choose who sees this. And when you click on that, obviously, if you're currently working, you would want it to be just available to recruiters. You can make it public. If you do it just to recruiters, you would, you know, it might get around to people in your company that that's open. There's a little risk there. You'll have to decide what is the best fit for you. Um, It's fine to show if you just got laid off, it's fine to use their open to work, which puts the little green circle around it. I wouldn't leave that on there for more than a couple of months. Um, Just starts to unemployment bias starts to come in. I think there's value to it when you first get laid off and it alerts people to the fact that you're looking. But you'll have to decide what fits for your brand and how you want to communicate that. So you can in that section choose up to five geographic locations 
and you can choose remote. You can also choose up to five titles. And the title field is a little tricky because you click in it and then you start typing and options pop up. Same titles that you see in that GitHub LinkedIn Explorer area are going to pop up there. You you won't be able to choose anything you want. You'll have to choose from those LinkedIn options of titles. So make sure that section is filled out. That will increase your visibility if you want to be visible to recruiters on the back end. So now we've maximized our our LinkedIn profile. I'm going to take you over to Facebook, the thing we all love to hate, and think about your profile there. If a recruiter found you in a LinkedIn group or a Facebook group and wanted to see your Facebook profile, what would they see? You can control all the visibility, but very similar to LinkedIn, I would encourage you to have it visible your current employer, your former employers, and a little bit of detail about what you do there because that will make it easier to find you. And you might say, well, Maria, I don't want anyone to find me on Facebook. And that's fine. 68% of recruiters are using it. So it's a big chunk of people that you're cutting off because you want to keep that private. If you want some more in-depth on the privacy opportunities in Facebook, you could probably Google it. I'll show you a little bit in this video that I'm going to do tomorrow if you want to see those. But it's a huge opportunity, so I just encourage you to think about how you might use that to your benefit um, and still control the privacy of the things that you want to control. Facebook actually makes that super easy to control your privacy information there and then not have people see your family pictures, but still have them be able to see your group activity or and your, your profile in terms of where you work, et cetera. You can control all of that visibility information just like you can in LinkedIn so that people can find you and know what you do and where you work, et cetera. And if you're gonna use it for job search, you would want them to be able to know that and um, be able to make those connections. So. Your Facebook profile doesn't need to be as detailed as your LinkedIn profile by any means. It's more around that basic information because that also will show up in search. Now remember, we're not just talking about like go to Facebook and search, although people do and can do that, but we're talking about using the the web to do some search. And if you wanna get found, Having as many opportunities to get found as possible is good. And if you want to use these tools as tools, then you definitely want to be on Facebook, especially Facebook groups, because Facebook groups are a goldmine. Every recruiter that I talk to talks about how they use Facebook groups as an opportunity to connect with people. They're using alumni groups. They're using company groups. They're using company pages. A lot of company pages are doing hiring events right now. Big companies, small companies, it doesn't really matter. In fact, small companies have more flexibility to use tools like Facebook to do hiring events because there's little cost involved in doing these types of events. You can search for jobs on LinkedIn, of course. You can search for jobs on Facebook. And you may find different sizes of companies, different types of companies using these different arenas for different reasons. We're gonna take a short break. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit about Facebook groups and the tools that are available to you there. We're gonna talk a little bit about using LinkedIn 
as a tool to connect beyond just having that profile set up. We'll be right back in just a few minutes. The business community's first choice in Internet Talk Radio, Voice America Business Network. You know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Zimanoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. Today we live in a truly global environment. Business can more easily be conducted now in almost any part of the world. How do you, as a business owner or professional, navigate the ever-changing business landscape? Tune in to Leadership Beyond Borders with host Kimberly J. Lewis. With a worldwide resource of guests, you'll find out what opportunities and challenges surround diverse and virtual organizations. Listen live every Tuesday at 3 p.m. U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Voice America Business Network, the bottom line in business. tuned into the career confidant with marie zimanoff if you have a question or comment for marie or her guest today please call 1-866-472-5790 that's 1-866-472-5790 you may also send an email to marie at a strategic now back to the career confidant Welcome back to The Career Confidant, and today we're talking about how you can use social media as a tool for your job search. So we talked about getting your profiles in order, making sure that all that is set, but then let's not stop there. Let's uh, move past our obsession with getting found and actually go out and create opportunities for ourselves, uncover opportunities for ourselves, connect and build a community that can help us throughout our career beyond even just our job search. So here are some easy things that you can do in LinkedIn. Follow your target companies and use some kind of system to track your following because you're not just going to see their stuff in your feed because you followed the company. Create a list and go through it on a regular basis and see what they're doing. Watch for their news, comment on their news, get the conversation started. So follow your target companies and engage with their content. Then you use those target companies to find people, not just the company, but the people that you want to engage with. Who else from that company is posting content on a regular basis? Who else in your current network or your desired network is posting content on a regular basis? And you start a sheet and you do the same thing, a structured method of connecting to those people, commenting on their posts, commenting on their comments if they're not a huge poster, but they're commenting so that you can 
make those relationships and un- and not just uncover opportunities, but then that's also going to make you more discoverable when people are searching for you because you will have engaged with them. Your profile is more likely to show up for them when they're doing their searches. And, you know, you're, you're going to have way more opportunity than just getting found in their search results. You want to engage with them. This, uh, none of that, right, requires you to make any content. You're simply having a structured process of engaging with your target companies and engaging with the people in your industry who are creating content or engaging on other people's content and giving you an opportunity to build that rapport and relationship with them. Once you do that, then you can expand it out a little bit and see if there are groups associated with your function or your industry or your geographic location and if there anything going on there is there anything going on in these groups because some linkedin groups well i should say most linkedin groups are ghost towns but there might be some opportunities to find groups where you can actually engage and interact with people so you can go out and do that research it's not where i'd start because it isn't uh it just it's not that fruitful at the moment however if someone does post in a group that you want to engage with you will make their day because no one's engaging in linkedin groups if you do this make sure you tag them so you use a little at symbol and their name and tag them in your response to their post because otherwise they will never see that you responded to their post because the notifications work differently for activity inside of groups so tag them if you're going to respond to their post in a group and they will be forever grateful because no one does that it will make you stand out it will be a relationship starter for you once you've done that then you might think about how could you share some content and I go through this last because it's a great thing for digital branding And it does help with your job search, but some of the connecting with other people and responding to other people's posts may actually help you faster in your job search than necessarily creating your own content, right? Creating your own content is still uh, kind of waiting for people to find it versus you going and commenting on other people's posts and engaging with other people's posts then makes you very visible to them right away. What can you share? Well, if you're already doing this commenting and connecting with other people's content, you'll get some ideas of things that you might share based on your responses or reactions to the content that you're seeing and and engaging with. Start with the structure of the companies and the people and connecting with them on a regular basis, responding to their posts, responding to their comments, so that you can make those engagements and connecting to and and spidering your network out from there when you see other people that are engaging on these same posts. Who do you need to add to your list and start engaging with them as well? So that is the, the networking part of LinkedIn. You can also use the job search function in LinkedIn to apply to jobs. It's really not any different than any other job board. Some of them may be more exclusive than others, but not really. So in LinkedIn, you have your profile. You have your profile visibility to recruiters where you can put in the titles and the locations. And then you have the strategic networking, if we will, around your target companies 
and those people in your industry, target companies, et cetera, who you can engage with on a regular basis. Those are tools that if you use them systematically and you create a system to do that, you will make a big impact fairly quickly. Those are some of the tools we're going to be sharing in our social media for job search class. If you're interested in actually having the checklists and scripts and everything that goes along with it, we will be teaching our, our coaches how to do that um, starting with our, our social media job search class next week. Facebook. So let's talk about this. Facebook, you want to go through and audit your network. Facebook gives you the opportunity to create lists of friends and to limit your post visibility to certain lists of friends. So for instance, I have an acquaintances list and if I don't know you very well, you go on that acquaintances list and you don't see all my posts. You don't see my posts of my sons. You know, you don't see all of those things because most of my posts are defaulted to share directly with acquaintances or to friends, not acquaintances. So I have to go in and change the visibility to show it to acquaintances when I want it to be that or to just show it public when I want it to be public. And I, I think about that and I go back and I do it. I'll show you in the video tomorrow or if you want to ask me to the link, the quick way that you can actually change the visibility of all your old posts so that you don't have to go in one by one and fix those. Big opportunity on Facebook is one, company pages what are they doing? Do they have career pages? Are they doing career events on their company pages? Just checking that out, doing the research to see what are your target companies doing on Facebook. You might just be surprised. Then who is running groups that would be a good fit for you? Are there local groups? So in our Connect Utah, which is a small business group on Facebook, there are jobs being posted every single day, every day, there's a job. And it ranges from, you know, a a customer service job to a contracting job to some manual labor to project managers. I mean, you just, there is everything that people are posting there. And it's a local group. It's policed by moderators they get rid of the junk pretty quickly. If it's obvious it's spam, it goes. People call it out, right? They're, I think that's one of the fears about Facebook jobs is that you'll get a lot of spam. But in groups, most of them anyways, there's a lot of self-policing that goes on to make sure that doesn't happen. The person has to share the company name. They have to make it legit or it gets removed and people are pretty adamant about it because they want to be able to get their, they want to be able to do business there. And these are small to medium sized businesses. These aren't necessarily the large corporations. Large corporations tend to have their own company group. Hewlett Packard has a friends of HP group, right? And you can go there and you can interact, you can create relationships. I'm not a friend of HP, so I don't know if they post jobs in there, but I'm assuming that they they might. When you see those opportunities, they oftentimes I see people overlook them, but they are a gold mine because they're accessible, they're conversational, and they give you an opportunity to build relationships. Now you might find affinity groups. 
So maybe there's, you know, tech groups, things that give you an opportunity to join a community, be involved in community discussions, and then find those opportunities, not just because someone posts a job in a group, but because you're building that community, building those relationships, and you can learn about opportunities in the hidden job market, which is really what we're talking about here. So that's what we want to be able to do. We want to be able to use these opportunities to join a community, join a conversation, just like we would in-person networking, although now we can do it across the world and we can do it specifically to the communities that we want to join. So if you want to join in a cycling company, I bet you there's 50 cycling groups on LinkedIn or on Facebook, probably two, some on LinkedIn that you could join, but they're probably be ghost towns but there's probably 50 of them on linkedin or on facebook that you could join and see what's going on then you want to uncover other opportunities that might be offside of facebook to engage with that professional community maybe they have a slack channel maybe they have a discord channel but you're likely only going to uncover those opportunities through engaging with the community somewhere a little bit more public like linkedin or facebook and it gives you that opportunity to connect. It gives you that opportunity to find the community, engage with the community without any barriers, right? You don't have to like, you don't have to be invited. You, you do have to be approved to some of the groups, but it gives you that opportunity to connect. And that's what we're talking about here is the proactive way that you can use these tools to job search and and, you know, if you haven't haven't picked up the what I'm putting down here, a lot of that is more around networking, but not in networking in the way that you typically think about networking. It's really about joining a community, connecting with the community, and opening doors that you wouldn't be able to open normally because there are systems and processes and communities out there ready for you to join and to engage with. And a lot of my colleagues um, have just been not paying attention to these opportunities because there are, you know, there are risks in using Facebook. There's also great rewards in finding these opportunities. And uh, LinkedIn groups, unfortunately, just aren't an opportunity for most people anymore. So you can go out and find other opportunities. We're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we'll talk a little bit about Twitter and Instagram and the opportunities to find your people there as well. We'll be right back in just a few minutes. The business community's first choice in Internet talk radio. Voice America Business Network. You know that the career landscape has changed and that you need to be proactive about managing your career. You can have the foresight, skills, and confidence you need to take charge of your career and seize opportunities. A strategic advantage and career expert, Marie Simonoff has helped thousands of leaders like you get focused, get found, and get hired. Visit GetCareerSmart.com to find out more. That's GetCareerSmart.com or call 800-521-2080 to schedule your complimentary consultation. 
The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. You are tuned into The Career Confidant with Marie Zimanoff. If you have a question or comment for Marie or her guest today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to marie at a strategicadvantage.com. Now, back to The Career Confidant. Hi, and welcome back to The Career Confidant. Today, we've been talking about how to use social media as a tool in your job search. So going beyond having that profile great and thinking that you're going to get found, how do you actually use the tool? And and love to hear what top takeaways you have. Uh, feel free to comment wherever you're listening. I'd love for you to, you know, send me a review. Tell me what you think of this show. And we've been doing this show for a really long time. So I always love also to get your ideas on what we should cover or speakers we should have, you can email me at marie, M-A-R-I-E, at careerthoughtleaders.com. Now, if you are a coach and you're interested, we're doing our social media for job search strategist course starting next week where we are going to dive into these techniques. We're going to give you the step-by-steps. We're going to give you scripts and checklists and all the things you need to be able to walk a client through this process that I've been overviewing here on the show today and I'll go through some of those screenshots tomorrow and if you're listening to this later feel free to email me I'll send you the link to that video so what do we do once we've done the research so I always encourage coaches to do the research with their clients it's not about you have to use LinkedIn Let's sit down and do the research together. Why? Because then you're going to be a lot more engaged when you see, hey, my companies are on LinkedIn. Hey, they're posting jobs there. Hey, people like me are there and they're engaging. Or maybe you'll say, hey, I'm going to do the bare minimum on LinkedIn because I do need to have a profile that's important and I need to do something. But then maybe my people, maybe my community is a really active Facebook or maybe it is a, a you know Twitter community or Instagram, which we're going to talk about here in a minute. Maybe the companies I want to work for are hiring on TikTok. Do the research with your clients so that they see why it matters that they pick the platforms that they pick or they don't worry about a platform they're not going to worry about. It it really helps with the follow-through if we do the research up front and we understand what the opportunities actually look like. So here's what I see a lot of people talk about in terms of Twitter and Instagram. It's here's the best hashtags to follow for job search. 
there's nothing wrong with that, but it's really not any different than looking at a job board. Anyone can use those same hashtags. They're not necessarily industry specific or job specific. They're just, hey, open job or whatever they are. And you can research the latest list, but it's not differentiated. It's not targeted. What I would encourage us to do with our clients is to start with your target companies. Look at those target companies on Twitter. What are they doing? What are they following? It actually suggests other content for you to follow, other hashtags for you to follow when you research a handle, a company specifically. Then you're not following generic job hashtags. Well, you could follow some of those too, but you're following the hashtags that matter to your industry, to your types of jobs, to your target companies. And do the same thing we talked about on doing on LinkedIn, where you can create some lists and and Twitter is easier this way. There's actually lists in Twitter that you can create that will help you do this, where you could follow these hashtags, follow these companies, follow this content and make it easier for yourself to follow and engage what's going on with your community if your community is active there. And as you research some of your target companies, you'll see pretty quickly Are they active? Are they posting jobs? Do they have a jobs handle? Some companies have a separate careers or jobs handle on Twitter in addition to having their main corporate handle. And you research all of this and you see, is this going to be a good fit for me or not? Is this where my community is at or not? Uh, Do people engage with their tweets, et cetera? When, when you're looking at your target companies and some of the main influencers on for your organizations, for your companies that might be on Twitter. And this happens all the time where I'll see someone on LinkedIn who's head of a company and I'll think, oh my gosh, they don't have any LinkedIn presence. But then you go to Twitter and you find their name and they're crazy. You know, they're, they're crazy tweets on, on Twitter or they've got a lot of uh, Instagram presence. And so you can use even your LinkedIn research to then go to Twitter and and Instagram and see, are these people busy on those other platforms, even if they're not busy on LinkedIn? I wouldn't necessarily follow people on Facebook. Facebook's more about groups and companies. People might be a little bit weirded out if you follow them on, on Facebook. It's more personal in that way, usually, but you can always check it out and see. You can see people's profiles on Facebook and see how they're using it. Are they using it for business? They're using it for personal. But I would say that, you know, the people research is going to take you more to Instagram or Twitter to see if your influencers, your company leaders that you're interested in are engaged on either of those other platforms in addition to your target companies and what they're doing there. You research your companies, the hashtags that matter And you can create lists to follow there if it is a good place for you. Now, we're not talking about being everywhere. I'm talking about you picking two, maybe three, depending on your social media stamina, two, maybe three places where you're going consistently and you have a structured approach. Twitter actually makes that structured approach easier than some of the other platforms. But if it's not where your target companies are or it's really not your your where you want to be, you know, don't worry about it. You do the research so that you can know if it's a place you want to be or not. Instagram, very similar. 
got hashtag lists galore that you can research on Instagram. Don't get overwhelmed there. Start with your target companies, your industry, who's active, how are they active, what hashtags are they using, and then what happens when you search those specific hashtags. Yes, you can follow the you know stereotypical hashtags, but we're really more focused in on your audience. Because remember, this isn't about pushing you right back into the stream of everyone else who's applying. This is about you creating relationships, which means you want to engage. You want to follow that hashtag, sure, but you want to engage with posts where people are talking with that hashtag. Because it's not necessarily that you want to just connect with the company. You want to start building rapport and relationships with the other people, the other humans in that company that are active on these platforms. And as you start to see which companies have what platforms that that are active, where people are engaging and they're having some conversation, then you'll know that these are the places where you want to be. This is where you want to spend your time and effort. And this will be the first thing that we do in our social media job search class is show you how to do this research, show you how to uncover where these companies are and to start building the strategy with and for your clients so that they can understand how they can use these to their benefit and they can buy in to this activity right away. So happy for, you know, if you have questions or you want me to shoot you some of these links, email me at marie, M-A-R-I-E, at careerthoughtleaders.com. And if you go to careerthoughtleaders.com right now, our social media for job search classes is starting next week, as I said, November 30th. And if you go to that link after that date, um, you might not see that class. So email me if you're interested and we'll send you the details. Excited to launch this. It's so important that our clients understand that maximizing, optimizing their profile to get found is not a golden ticket especially today when recruiters are crazy busy. We need to make sure it's optimized. We need to make sure it's public because they're not necessarily going to be using LinkedIn to find the client. And if they really want the job they want, and especially if they're making a career change, need to understand how to use these tools to connect, build relationships, and open up doors that may not have been open to them before. We are, you know, we're looking for uh, opportunities to give you what you need. So if you have suggestions or ideas for the show, please feel free to reach out to me at Marie, M-A-R-I-E, at careerthoughtleaders.com. And we look forward to seeing you right back here again next week on The Career Confidant. Thank you for listening to The Career Confidant. Marie Zimanoff will return again with another terrific guest next Monday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. Be sure to join us then. 